Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Willie, help me out. One line in, the voice is going. Welcome <laughs> to Floor Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Oh my god. Joined, thankfully, okay. by my maintenance man, Willie Sailor. That's it. The holidays are harder on some than others. And um, I am a little. I try. I was going to just. I had, I had my mindset, Willie. I was going to be like, I'm going to be a pro. No one's even going to know I'm sick. I'm just gonna, and then one, oh, and see that was better, and uh, everyone. Sound like a drunk camel. That was awful. I should have cleared my throat first, but I didn't want to. So what's going on? I mean, here we are. (laughs) Willie, how was your Christmas? Uh, well, I stayed home for Christmas. I mean, when I say home, I mean in Austin, because I just taken flight after flight after flight. The family was disappointed. I bet. But uh, I did not want to fly home, take another flight, shake hands, kiss babies. How you doing? No, I just want to stay on my couch, cook for myself, watch a lot of football, hang out with my dog, and relax. Nice. And, uh, that's what I did. And watch copious amounts of Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I think I went like 72 hours without talking to a human being. See, that's not ideal, Willie. Whatever, did, we talk. But I, but I needed that. You did? That was yeah. therapeutic? Uh-huh. Well, good. Well, hey, speaking of football, hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Yes. yes. NFC East champs. People were, like, tweeting at me, like, you proud of that? Well, yeah. yeah. Yes, I am. Actually. Because being the champion of a not good division is worse than being – or better than being second place in a terrible division. Right. They're, they hate us because they ain't us, Willie. That's that's what I say. It's, it's great. It's great for uh... – And, yes, I watched, I watched four seasons of Eastbound and Down in – Three or four days. And in case you're curious, that's all seasons. Yeah, that's the whole. He watched the entire show. Um, He also finished The Wire. It's been a big month for Willie. It's been a it's been a really big month. This HBO thing is. (laughs) When did HBO come out? When did when was it like invented? Yeah, that was a joke. Oh, got it. I'm I'm all over it right now. It's hilarious. So okay, let's let's shift out of the holidays. Which are still, I guess we're still in the midst of it, with New Year's Day approaching, but Christmas was is now in the books, and now we look to um, a loaded week of wrestling, both high school and yeah, college. Yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching Twitter right now, and just before we went on air, me and Chris were arguing about brackets for Midlands, and he said that you know, um, 
you can build brackets before weigh-ins. And I said, yeah, but if people scratch, then it janks it all up. And Christian, I'm watching Twitter right now, and apparently 141 bracket changed again. So that's why it's not ideal. Yeah, it's not ideal. But they always act like it's it's physically impossible to make a bracket before weigh-ins when, mm-hmm. when it happened for yeah. months. I mean, it happens happens at NCAAs every year. Uh, they, the brackets come out like a week before. Yeah, yeah. So, but, no, 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 I, I get your point. And it's better, right? It's better if there's brackets to promote the sport, right? It's better for promoting the sport. It's better for building anticipation and building hype. And, and um, it's better for analysts and everything. Um, but there there is going to be a change, right? There, there's going to yeah. be a change. Maybe there's not, and and it's different for it's different for opens, right? You qualify for NCAA's, you're going unless you get injured or something. It's very very rare. Opens are different. Opens, you might be there, you might not, and and that's something that you wanted to talk about. There's been a lot of changes from the original entry list, right? Dog, I mean, it's like a different tournament. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when the contestants came out, this was put out by Midlands. It was like nasty, like. Um, just going weight by weight, guys that aren't in there that were listed with as contestants: Dylan Peters, David Terrell at 25, 33, Brewer, Richards, and Ryan Taylor were all listed. None, wow. none competing. Why? So, why not? So I don't Do we know. know why. No, I don't know why. Um, but that so, that that made one thirty three went from the premier weight to the oh great Corey Clark Earl Hall part seven thousand. We is that it. right? Is it that depleted now? I mean, it's not depleted, but it's not. It's, yeah, it thirty-three have, was supposed to be the premiere. It was one of them. Forty-one um, stayed mostly intact. Uh, so Clark and Hall are the one-two. Right. Wow. And we've seen that one umpteen times. Um, Forty-one mostly held. No Mike Rashado, but that's because Pitt couldn't couldn't make it. They couldn't get to. I know. I know travel affected some teams, but not mm-hmm. not. Uh, a lot of these. Um, 57, of course, Imar and Ian Miller were the top two ranked guys. Neither go, neither wrestle. How come – so you had a hunch before the Illinois – like when Illinois was all listed, you said to me, is Illinois really going? Yeah. And Why? I, I had heard – well, no, I had heard about Oklahoma. Um, maybe not sending guys. Maybe I said that about Illinois. Um, I, I don't know why. I forget what where, what I maybe had heard, but all these teams. I mean, Isaac Jordan for Wisconsin, not there. Make it that makes Parati the one seed. No, Zach Brunson. He was uh, maybe could be the one seed. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing that um, some of the premier matches aren't going to go down. Still, a, an amazing tournament, nonetheless. And um, is uh, Nate Brown there, or did he? No, he's going to the scuffle. He couldn't. He couldn't get out of Philly. He gotcha. was stuck. So, um, but eighty-four is still salty with David Taylor, Jack Deckow, T.J. Dudley, Brooks, Stauffer, Zilmer. That's a that's a salty top six or so. Did did um, Desi still make it? Yeah, uh, he was yeah, on the bracket. He's just, yep, he's so that's a big that's a big one, Willie. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we're looking around who can who can feasibly knock off Nick Wisdowski. A lot of people like Desi. They think, hey, big guy, really athletic, um, pretty technical. But personally, me, I, yeah. I, 
I said this in the preview. I, uh, I'm not that I'm not giving him a shot, but I, I'm not giving him any more shot that I give anyone else. I think he's drastically behind Nick Wisdowski. Yeah, I mean, I am. I'm a huge Desi fan. I mean, um, I don't know if anybody can beat Gwiz, but I honestly think. Well, I, Walls is Walls and Desi are the two that. I, I, I want to see that matchup. Absolutely it, not. Oh, you uh, want to see Walls and Desi wrestle, or you want to see Walls and Gwiz? I want to see. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see Gwiz wrestle both of them. Yeah, Gwiz absolutely destroys Walls every time they wrestle. Yeah, I, I know. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I mean, Gwiz Kuhn, I, I mean, I feel like I know how that's going to go, right? Like, yeah. I feel like I know how Gwiz is going to go with most guys. I, but I want to see. I, first of all, Walls is drastically improved. I'm not saying that he's going to beat Gwiz by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying I want to see it. And I want to see Desi. I don't know if, I don't know if Desi can beat him either. But um, Desi's fun to watch regardless. Right, right. Yeah, I completely agree. It's... So we had, on my list, on my short list anyway, I, you know, I had 133. I had Imar um, and Ian Miller. And I had Gwiz and Desi as the top things to watch. Um, and you know what else I have? Iowa. I just want to see Iowa as a team. You know, yeah. Iowa in a in a big tournament as a team. We haven't seen that yet this season, so uh, that should be interesting. Right. We saw them early first weekend against Oklahoma State, and then they haven't been really challenged. Um, hey, is Drothus in? I'm sorry, I keep coming. Oh, that's a good question. I uh, I don't think so. Well, then there's going to be 17 more threads on the Hawkeye report. <laughs> there are. There, that's, that thread's – no, they just – they actually have – they just stick on the one ma- huge growth thread, I've noticed. It's up to, like, 14 pages. Um, yeah, no Brody Grothus. So, I don't know. He was kind of their, I don't know, savior, maybe you want to say, or their – Well, at least a message board savior, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, Brody Groth has had a, a really good year a couple years ago for Iowa um, at 149, and he ended up uh, he ended up not all American, not being an all American, but he beat the top four yes. finishers at NCAA's throughout the course of the season, yeah. uh, including Jason Sertzis, including who, who else, Christian? He beat Sertzis, he beat Kindig, he beat Grahalis and Habit. Right, so he beat the top four guys, and he himself did not All-American, um, which led to the Hawkeye guys having, and for good reason, high hopes for him for going forward, right? Um, but he didn't start, and now he's trying to make his way down to 41. So, long And battling short, injury as well. Battling injuries, right, and battling really good guys, other guys on their roster. So, um, so from two years ago till now... There has been a lot of message boards, almost, almost, a, you know, an embarrassment of of threads on Brody Grothus on the Hawkeye Report to the extent that the Hawkeye Report um, guys even make fun of it themselves. Like, oh great, here's another grossest thread. But um, when a guy has beaten that many good guys, I mean, I would talk about him too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially when you have this weight where you so desperately, not desperately, but. I mean, they, they might have something with with Carton. We don't know yet. You know, he wrestled um, Ashnault really tough, right? But, you know, you, you would 
if, if growth is can make 41 effectively, you feel like there's a lot more upside there at that way. At, at a very even 141 pound weight class where, you know, who's, who's really the favorite? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and, you know, adding, adding to that narrative is that, um, if you can if Brody Grothis is a guy at 141, which is relatively a weak weight for them now, um, and he does contribute even a few points at nationals, uh, it can mean the difference between placings as a team. So that's why it's so important for them. Yeah. But um, and the reason we're talking about this now is that for a long time it was uh, Midlands that they were targeting him to come back and make his debut at 41. Uh, and he's not in the brackets now, so um, maybe that plan is delayed. Yeah, so, um, you know, maybe you drop him in in the Big Ten dual schedule, but but it's tough. He's not going to get that mad time. Maybe he can hit some opens, but really uh, the opens are fewer and far between um, from this point in the season on. So he's not going to get a lot of mad time um, if he's not going to wrestle here. Well, yeah, and... Yeah, that kind of stinks, right? You want to you want them to have multiple matches, but at the same time, when you're cutting, when you're making a descent and you're cutting a forty-one, maybe maybe they said it, the best thing isn't to make a two-day weigh-in. I don't know. I don't know. I want to see how he does. Yeah, back-to-back days. I think. That's... Speaking of making a two-day weigh-in, apparently Chance Marsteller is not listed. No. I don't want to jump into the scuffle thing yet, um, he but is it's not... so, sort of along the same storyline, right? Chance. Is not listed as a participant at the scuffle. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what you read into that, other than you know, it's not good for for Team Chance. You know, you want to see him participate. I know the plan was for him to go, um, but plans change. And as of right now, Joe Smith is still um, going to compete unattached. So he's a non-point scorer. So his red shirt's intact as of now. As of now. Yep. Um, so, but, uh, also of note, Andrew Marsden for Oklahoma State is now attached, so effectively pulling his redshirt at 197. That's really odd to me. Why? Because, is he, I mean, you're gonna pull the guy's redshirt, is he that dramatically better than Austin Schaefer? Uh, I I would assume so, if he's, or maybe Schaefer's hurt, I don't, I don't, I don't think they would have done it if they didn't feel pretty confident in what they have with okay. with Marsden. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know you you weren't super high on him coming out of high school, but... Well, no. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say I wasn't super high on him, but I, I, I wasn't high on him that I think that well, he can be a big difference maker as a true freshman. I, well, and you're right, Willie. He wrestled Schaefer this year and got pinned in the first period. And... Um, he got beaten by his other his other teammate Preston Weigel seven zero this year. So yeah, I don't know. That's well, I don't. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But who knows what the, what the reasons are? But I like Weigel. Yeah. I guess he can't stay healthy or something. I don't know. Isn't he like Jack I'm beyond re- belief? Oh yeah, he's put together. He's young. But uh, I don't know. I like him. I like him a lot. A kid that um, I think. Smith kind of found a gem there. He was out of Kansas, not highly. I, I say he was ranked really pretty good, um, despite not wrestling a whole lot of 
national events and but he didn't have but he didn't have a whole lot of fanfare to him you know i think i think smith did a good job plucking him now he just can't seem to stay healthy yeah so that's uh that's a little oklahoma state a couple tidbits there um where do you want to go now willie we got um how, how do you think um let's talk about some of the seating i like to i like to pick apart seating sometimes yeah, we have that in common. <laughs> picking apart seating, picking apart uh, officials, officiating. Who was I listening to the other day? Was it a wrestling person? Oh, I think it was Mike Mao. A malicious intent was like, you know, most of the time I think a monkey could do their job. I'm like, wow, he's even he's even worse than us. That was bad. That was bad, Mike Mao. Shame on you. That's, he had malicious intent there. He did. That's the name of the show. How do you? Yeah, I came up with that. <laughs> I think you very mentioned proud. that a couple times. I'm very proud of that. I feel like that's like when I come up, when that's I come up like going to be on your resume. Like Flow Wrestling editor came up with name malicious intent. <laughs> like it's it's in the top top three tier of accomplishments for your life. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a great name, great name, and uh, continuing the um, the Flow Wrestling staff and their Particular um, issues with official uh, Mike Mal keeping that going strong. Um, so hey, but yeah, seeds. You said something like they seeded two South Dakota State guys at one way, but yet they did not seed Mike De Palma. No, they didn't. I, I'm wondering for something else. It doesn't make sense not to seed him. It, if there's something like, maybe he's just not wrestling at all. I don't. Why would they put him in bracket? I don't know. But there's no way he wouldn't be seated. He's like a top, you know, 15 guy. There's dudes. I mean, BJ Claygon's the five. He beat BJ this year. So, uh, I'm yeah. All, I think we're. I think in a couple hours we'll see that maybe Mike's not even wrestling. I mean, he's ranked 13th nationally uh, and didn't get seated. And they seated like 14 guys. So something something else might be going on there. For otherwise, it's just a tremendous seating gaffe. Well, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into. Powerade, but it's delicious. Well, I mean, they, uh, <laughs> they, um, the seeds there were bad, dude. Bad. Yeah. What, what, drop, drop something on me. What happened? I mean, they just, they don't, they just don't make sense. Are they biased uh, towards like Western PA or what? What do we got? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Um, I don't know. They, they, I guess they're using points, some point system. I don't know. There's a lot of West Virginia guys that are seated highly, but oh, I remember last year. Oh, this. this I'm glad you reminded me of this. So, have... so Strasburg, Virginia. Strasburg is a team from Virginia. They're actually they were small school like Buffalo Gap, and uh, and I hate Strasburg as a side note. But they had you know a three t- <laughs> a three time state champion, which literally means nothing at the Powerade tournament. But this kid who is not on the national radar got like the two seed. Because I guess a state title in Virginia carried the same weight as a PA state. So this kid got a massively high seed, and I thought it was hysterical because he's, like, not even on that level. And then he ended up – I don't know if he placed or – he was, like, outside the top eight. So, yeah, they do have – now that you mentioned that, because you mentioning West yeah, Virginia. Yeah, but there's, reminded, there's also – right, like, if there was a point system that was justifiable – you could maybe go like you could maybe be like uh, 
well, hey, that's a, that's a seeding process, and uh, I get it. You know, it's a it's a objective way um, to to seed people, and you could wrap your brain around it, and you could accept it, right? But there is just some that make no sense. I mean, Nick Faro is a New Jersey State runner-up. He's ranked, I don't know, fifteenth in the country. Just was a beast runner-up. Uh, not seated. Not seated. No. They have Kevin Buddock. Uh, Jared Verclaren's a three seed. What? Stop. I promise you. How does that happen? I don't know. Obama's America. Tell you what. I blame Obama. Yeah. No, what what is going on there? That's crazy. And there's there's a lot of You should offer your help, Willie. There's a lot of in like a lot of finer points in the seedings at Powerade, like this guy seated higher than that guy, and this guy not seated. That I could bore you to death with over like little results here and there, and like, I. But they're blatant. They're really blatant. Uh, yeah, it's they're a mess. Wow. Well, that's crazy. Hopefully, hopefully it improves, and I guess it'll all be, it'll all work out in the end. But that's what lazy people say. Yeah, I know. Oh man, can I? I'm sorry, I said that actually. That's you know, what lazy. Yeah, hey, the best guy's gonna win. Hey, well, it'll all work out in the end. What? Hey, seeds are pointless. It'll all work out in the end. That's no. that's an excuse to be not not to do thoughtful. your job. Or yeah, right, yeah. not thoughtful. Yeah, I it don't... is what it is. Like I hate that phrase. Yeah. It's just a got to beat them phrase. all. Got to beat them all anyway, Willie. <laughs> it's just a phrase to not put any thought into it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh okay. Anyways, both rally. those tournaments. So. uh Powerade is just kicking off now, um, and Midlands should start in nine minutes. Nine minutes, and uh, they'll be kicking off there. Um, I can't wait to, to watch a little Midlands action and Powerade side by side. I'm doing it all day. Is that what you're going to do all day? Well, I'm certainly not going to be doing much. I feel like... Uh, a little verklempt? Feel, I don't think that's what that means. Doesn't that mean like emotional? I don't know what verklempt means. I think it was just, just a funny line in a movie. I just think you want to use it. It's from SNL. Yeah. Get your pop culture references right. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. What else am I going to do? Um, my wife is going out to lunch with a, the, a friend, so I'm stuck. Not stuck with the kids, but I got the kids. So uh, we'll probably just watch Midlands and Powerade together. It's their favorite thing to do. <laughs> you uh, know, CDP, Caleb doesn't watch wrestling, does he yet? He actually asks to watch wrestling. I'm really careful about like, all right. I want him to wrestle really, really badly, but I'm not going to try to push it on him. And uh, he asked to watch it. And I didn't he, think he did. What, what do is you this mean? A new, is this a new development? Last couple months. and he'll, huh. he, Well, he likes watching the scores go up. And then I'll explain why someone got two, and he always asks who's supposed to win. I'm like, well, there's guys that are supposed to win, but that doesn't mean they're always going to win. Um, so I don't. he doesn't get it very much. but And he asks to wrestle sometimes, which is... You know, he's he's got some work to do, but at least he's liking. He has positive associations with the sport, yeah. which is that's um, good for for a dad. That's a big win. Yeah. Um, so that's where he is with with wrestling. All right. Did you you use the cattle prod sometimes when he says no? Absolutely, absolutely. Colat trained. No, no, we're uh, we uh, we haven't gotten that far yet. Maybe when he's five, <laughs> he'll be ready for electroshock therapy. 
All right. What what else, buddy? I know that you're um you're interested in the Andrew Long saga. Oh my yeah, we gotta talk about this. Okay. Let's 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 back up. Sometimes you gotta you gotta lay the scene. Andrew Long out of Creston, Iowa. Hammer. Okay. <laughs> Goes to Iowa State. True freshman NCAA finalist. Has a great year. He beats uh, Escobedo, I think, or Robles. He beat some awesome guys to make the finals and then ultimately lost to Matt McDonough. Then gets into some trouble, um, some alcohol-related arrests. He hit a cop, I think. Gets in trouble. Sort of kind of kicked out of Iowa State. Goes to Penn State with Coach Sanderson, who actually initially recruited him to Iowa State. This was during that time. So he goes to Penn State, 133, is great again, finishes third in the country, gets in trouble again, but for, like, sexual assault um, of a Penn State student's mother or something like that. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Kicked out of there, does hard time, um, serves his time in the, um, you know, Department of Corrections, gets out. Now he's at Grandview, um, an NAI school in Iowa, Willie. And he has been laying waste to guys at 141. He bonused um, Logan Ryan. I, I saw that. That's the, that's the match that I watched. actually watched that video. Um, but to be honest, other than that result and other than that tournament, um, I didn't see what else he did the rest of the year. Have, has he just been torching people? Just torching people. He smoked John Meeks. Who had an overtime match with Solomon Chisco? He torched uh, Carton and Ryan, as I mentioned. Um, he he's looks awesome. And to to be honest, I didn't pick him to win 141 just because there's just an an unknown element. But he's the best wrestler in that weight when he's on. Like there's really no no question about it. I just I just question, you know, is he gonna be able to do? You know, the two-day grind. Is he going to be able to... Where's his conditioning at? I, I don't know. I mean, for all I, for all I know, it's it's top-notch and he's ready to go. I'm just a little more skeptical. But wow, so if I'm he wins, at, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But this is a really tough weight. I'm looking at the... I, I'm going to just say I don't think he'll beat. I don't think he'll win it. But let's talk about this. In, in the brackets, I don't know what you call them, the pre-brackets or whatever you, whatever you say, um, he would have... Jake, he's listed as Jake Turk. His first match would be Jake Turk, which I assume is Vince Turk. Is he from Iowa? Yep. What? He's Jake now. The artist formerly known as Vince. I'm pretty, I would assume that's Vince Turk. Vince Turk wrestles Cole Martin from Wisconsin. Round one, Andrew Long has a bye. Andrew Long would get the winner of that. Then Andrew Long would have the winner of probably Robbie Mathers and Dante Rodriguez. Hmm. And then he would have Abaddon, and then if he would Makati. win that, probably Makati. So, uh, of course, it's Midlands and Tough Road. And Andrew Long, I mean, <laughs> he still seems like a buzzsaw. You don't think a person uh, that far out of high school and, and, and maybe with all the travails that he has had um, to be that in shape, but he looks like he still has a great gas tank. He looked to score for seven minutes in all the matches I watched. I mean, dynamic stuff, 
upper body, leg attacks, really good scrambler still. Always was very creative and could score in a lot of different ways. I mean, it, it's still all there for, for Andrew Long. And um, he, he's one of the guys I'm most excited to watch here. Man, what a story it would be if he freaking, if he wins Midlands or makes the finals or I mean, even makes the semis beating Abaddon. Right? It's, it's kind of unbelievable. I mean, the the roller coaster events in his life are so remarkable to, to me, Willie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you do it. I, like, college wrestling is one of the most difficult things in the world, in my opinion. Right. That lifestyle, um, to be so disciplined with books, training, technique, um, stamina, weight management. Uh, I don't really know how you do it. I, uh, I don't know how you do it when you graduated high school 20 years ago. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> he must be doing things right. Yeah, I mean, no question. He's got to be. Um, so, that's that's a really interesting weight in, in general. It's got the two, three, four guys with Makati, Ashnault, and Jack. I want to say it's two, three, four. Um, once again, this week, we're going to see a lot of 141 guys hitting. Um, we've got McKenna Heil at, and, uh, and Gulaban all at the scuffle. And we've got Makati. Why do you think? Why do you think you you don't see as many graduates as you used to? Hmm. I, I mean, David I Taylor. No David Taylor made waves a couple days ago when he when he tweeted that he was going to enter Midlands. Yeah. You know, uh, ten years ago, that would have been like cool. That's cool. We're going to see David Taylor. David Taylor tweets it, and it's like, oh, my God, this is awesome, because it doesn't happen anymore. Right. You know, I mean, Joe, think of Joe Williams. He was like a 10-time Midlands champ or something crazy like that. I don't know why it doesn't happen anymore. Right. I mean, a couple of years ago, you know, uh, Jake Pataxel, um entered, and it was like, oh, cool, Jake Pataxel. He's graduate <laughs> and he's wrestling. Um, and you'll see, you'll see a guy every now and then enter Jared Garnett, right? Yeah, he entered. Um, trying to think of some guys who had entered in the past that, that had done well. Um, but yeah, uh, didn't Daniel Dennis enter one year? Pretty sure he did. Um, T.R. Foley did one year. Did he? Yeah. I don't like remember not, that. Like not long ago. Really? Yeah. How did he do? I don't know. I think he. I think he one and two or two and two. I, I don't think he had his lungs. I don't. I don't. Don't quote me on how his results were, but I know that he went in after, like, long after. Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I have no reason why. I mean, most of the guys are coaching now. A lot of the guys that are out of the mix. I don't know. I would like to see it. Uh, I would like to see it, too. It's just a different thing, right? And, yeah, and they also used to have the high school kids, which was crazy. Remember, Jason Welch, that might have been the last year they let high school kids enter. Um, but Jason Welch... Yeah, it wasn't on a message board somewhere this week that I they said that they thought that um, it was the last year that they let high schoolers in, and Jason Welch placed. Yes, he did. I wish they still – I remember, didn't Chance enter the Nittany Line Open in, like, seventh grade? Uh, he was young. He was young. You know, I also watched um, at East Strasburg Open, I watched Alton, uh, Dylan Alton, as a senior wrestle a junior James Green. 
in high school. So they both wrestled each other at the East Stroudsburg. Yeah. Wow. And it was like a, you know, a million time overtime ride out thing that Alton won. But uh, it was a great match and, it was, you know, co- completely different dynamic. Um, it it kind of makes sense. It's kind of crazy. It's like, a, it sounds like a huge liability when you think about it to have high school kids wrestling college. Like, it's, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it, as it did in, in today's kind of litigious society, right? Oh, uh, man, it just seems yeah, like a lawsuit waiting to I, happen. I don't know, know all what, what went into it, but I wish they'd still allow it. Now, I can understand not leaving 7th and 8th graders fresh with, but if they could, I wish they would put a stipulation in that, uh, one, you would have to be a high school senior, and two, um, you'd have to be accepted or something like that. Like, right, you can't let some kid that's like 9 and 12 enter, right? He's going to get his head ripped off. Right. But um, if Nick Renan wants to go in Midlands or Mark Hall wants to go in Midlands, right? let him – he's a high school senior. Let him submit his application, and if he's accepted, let him wrestle in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I I don't see it ever going back that direction. No, I don't see it ever happening again either. But we're losing something there. The sport's losing something there. Fortunately, but, we still have like things like the open and and freestyle that kind of allow for those. Um, those high yeah, it's not are... the same. Though. It's not. It's not the same. And and it would be so easy to have another unique kind of situation that builds. Um, excitement in wrestling if if they would just allow certain individuals to be accepted to these tournaments that are that are in high school. Yeah, I agree. Um, Willie, looking at Powerade, give a give me give the people a name, someone who you know maybe it's a name I don't know. The people don't know at large, but maybe this weekend or these two days, not that it's the weekend, could have a breakout performance or someone you think's really good that could. Um, sneak mm. out a really high finish. You got uh, anyone like that? Yeah, I got a couple guys like that. <laughs> um, I like, I like this kid Alan Diltz from from Benton, uh, one of Russ Hughes's kids at yeah. one thirteen. Now he got some, he got some guys to contend with this week. Um, you know, Teasdale and Glory. Teasdale and Glory. Uh, Parker was, Monday. Wow, that's a crazy weight. Mm-hmm. That weight is silly. Uh, and I'll tell you who else: Colton Camacho from Franklin Regional. He's a freshman. Um, he's gonna be good. He's yeah. gonna be darn good. And he's gonna be one of those kids that you know. He's. I don't think he ended up placing at Ironman. I'm not exactly sure, but um, he's gonna be one of those kids that by March, by Hershey, he puts it all together, and then and then. And then we, then we know who he is. Then, then he's a household name as a sophomore, um, a sophomore junior type kid. It's a fantastic but, uh, name, Colton Camacho. Yeah, but you know what, Russ Hughes at Benton, he does really good things with his guys, man. And I, I, I like the Dilts kid. And, and uh, if it materializes, um, him versus Glory is going to be a really good semifinal. In fact, I picked Dilts to win. Um, Can either of those guys go with with Gavin? I think they can go. I don't know. I don't know if they can beat. Gavin. I don't. I wouldn't pick them to beat Gavin. But, right. Um. 
So Diltz yeah, so 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 Diltz, Diltz is one. Who else? Who else do I got for you? I like the Seth Hogue kid from uh, from Reynolds, but I don't know. I mean, he's not like. <coughs> I just I, I still can't get over the Nick Farrow's unseated. I gotta look at that bracket. That started already. I gotta look at that bracket and see where Farrow drew in. Oh yeah, those are up. Uh, brackets are up now on on the Flow Arena, so you can check those out. Dive into those brackets. That's the 132 pound bracket that Willie's referencing there with Farrow. Yep. So yeah, I said. So those are some gems. So 145, the seeds go Cam Coy, 1, Kevin Buddock, 2, Jared McLaren, 3, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, McLaren going to win? I would pick him to win. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Over Coy. Um, wow. Okay. This is looking like a great tournament. So it's two days. It and Midland's going uh, running side by side for the next two days. Great treat for wrestling fans. Uh, anything else for, for Powerade? For right now, no. I watch out for this. Um, watch out for this Cody Amos kid at two twenty from Virginia, or actually West Virginia. Um, he beat uh, Francis Dugan a couple weeks ago. No, he's from Cave Spring. That's in Virginia. That's in Virginia. All right. Yeah. So, you know where? Uh, you know who went to Cave Spring? Uh, no. JJ Reddick and uh, the Barber twins, Ronde and Tiki. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. I might have made that up, but I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> I used to love to, I'll tell you what, Tiki was fantasy gold. Yeah? Did you, did you win some chips with, with Tiki by yourself? Everybody side? used to sleep on him, man. Um, It was always like, well, he ain't going to do that again. And he would do it again. Yeah. That's like one at Cave Spring is one of like the few schools on my side of the state that has like legitimate talent in it. Like most of, almost all the talent is by the beach or northern virginia and it's, yeah it's down in like the roanoke area um so yeah cave spring they're, and there we actually used to um enter a couple tournaments where we would see cave spring and they're always pretty tough team so that's interesting i didn't um i'm not up with the virginia high school scene anymore so I was how up. uh how you doing in DraftKings? i don't want to talk about it it's a rough week it was rough, a rough week rough week yeah how my, about how did you end up in our fantasy league with uh so me and christian and a couple other flow guys were in a fantasy league with richard emil richard emil started it from usa wrestling and jason bryant's in there in the bloodhound uh, what were they called blood round blood, <laughs> blood round guys and richard emil <laughs> the stupidest rules is that 12 team league and he had eight teams make the playoffs yeah it's at, I got. At, I, our, I took second in the league. I took second in the regular season. I got no buy. You got no buy. Um, that's trophy culture, man. That's that's the that's the life. That's what we live. You know, I, I'm I'm pretty salty about that uh that league actually because I was I was the league high scorer very late into the year, and I had like I had like two wins, like I had had the most points scored against me like by yeah three deltas um it was it was incredible so a little bad luck had some injuries that's the way it goes i mean whatever it's fancy football what can you hey, do things go that way but i needed a i needed that week to rest up my guys yeah yeah i mean what, what do you what do you play so hard in the regular season for if you don't get what's the point what's the point let's come on emil 
Get it together. Um, all right, you want to go? You want to go scuffle? Let, yeah, let's go scuffle. Let's scuffle. All right. I'm going to my first scuffle ever. You You've uh, never been? Never been in a scuffle. Dog. You've been there a bunch of times, huh? Well, two. This will be my third. Um, first year was at Powerade. Um, oh yeah. So I don't even know how. I don't even know how the scuffle works. Like, you know, like how the rounds go, and does the first do, do the are the quarters wrestled the first day or the second day? I'm pretty, they start with quarters the second day. Okay. Yeah. So I think they wrestle up to. I'm. I'm. Yes. I'm almost positive of that. Uh, I don't know. Pretty. Pretty basic tournament, but just has amazing wrestling. It's really well run. Um, but yeah, first year I went was the Dean Ruth year, so that was crazy. Yeah. And then uh, last year, of course, was awesome as well. So looking forward to it. And you know, we got the number one and number two teams in the country there um, with Penn State, Oklahoma State, and both teams are coming in um, full strength. So we'll really get a pretty clear picture, and you can say, you know, no chance. But Joe's in the field. We don't know what that means yet, but. So you have Penn State and and Okie State are one and two. Yeah. And then I was three. Correct. Who's four? Is... Um, good question. How come Ohio State doesn't wrestle anywhere? They do Vegas. That's their thing. I, I know, but they don't do. Anything over this break? A lot. That, that's not terribly uncommon. Um, Virginia Tech is actually fourth. Oh, are they? Yeah. And then Cornell, Missouri, Illinois. Um, but that's a really tight pack. The, the Tech, Cornell, Missouri. They're separated by five. Wait, wait where's Ohio State? Uh, eighth. Are they really that low? I mean, they don't have it. I mean, they got NATO. It's ranked first but they're not, they're not getting a lot of points elsewhere you know micah's ranked ninth um hunter's unranked right now so it's not Bo. bo's ranked Bo was ranked first now he's ranked second um so that hurts they're getting seventh place points at 33 ninth at 41 uh 20th at 57 which is basically nothing um we mentioned Bo 11th at 84 and that's all their ranked guys so, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it all up. It ain't it ain't much right now, but Eddie, where that that fire kind of died down on Miles Martin. Well, they haven't wrestled, you know. Yeah. I mean, since Missouri, so well, I still, I still maintain it's gonna happen eventually, <coughs> eventually, but just, just uh, might have to wait a little while longer. So yeah, that's the that's the kind of team landscape, and you know, Penn State, Oklahoma State, they've been kind of going back and forth this season. Um, and right now Oklahoma State's stays on top, but they have a couple number ones, which I mean, as we mentioned, that's so huge to have a. I think they have three number ones with Heil, Daringer, and Crutchmer, and that's, hey, that's that's a lot to overcome. There is some murmurs going on, man. Yeah, I think that I don't, is Neville's going to come back this year. I don't know. I mean, no one ever really shut the door, like, no way, no how, but... He didn't even wrestle one match, right? Correct. So, man, I feel like if he comes <laughs> if he comes back and is healthy, 
Is it? Is that? A, is it over? Um. I don't, for, for Probably me, not. For right? me, for me personally, no, it's not over. But for me personally, I think Penn State's gonna win without Neville's. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously he's like icing on the cake. But how? You know how? I mean, you know, I think he's amazing. But how good's he gonna be if he just shows up for Big Tens? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean. What are you going to – What do you, you can't project them really like top four, right? So now you're uh, talking about – now you're talking about bottom four maybe at best. Uh, you know, I don't see him beating a, a Gwiz, Walls, Kuhn. Right. Like Mars didn't beat him up really bad last year at the scuffle. You know, he was a true right. freshman. So maybe, maybe maybe you give him seventh place points. He's in that Krells, Cabell, DeJournet range. Which, which that's a sixth place potential. I mean, he could beat Michael Krells, in my opinion. Yeah, but okay, so maybe I was overestimating his. Because how many points is that really? That is six uh, points. Nine points if he nine if points. he gets six. It's five and a half if he gets eight. Yeah. So it's not not a tremendous. But it's helpful, man. I know. I know a lot of times. It's a cushion. Talk, yeah. Right. Maybe he. Maybe he majors somebody and picks up a bonus point here and there. Um, I know a lot of times we talk about the impact. Of, so a lot of times we talk about the impact of team race, and you kind of poo-poo on it because you're like, Willie, that's that's a seventh place, and it's not really that much points. But it it is. They all add up, and and it they all add up. Okay, so because you know if you if you take a Neville's and you say he's going to take seventh, and then somebody from I don't know somebody from another school that you had pinpointed for second or third. Uh, they take an unexpected loss, and all of a sudden they're in the seventh place match. All of a sudden, Nick Neville's matches. Uh, I don't know. You know, they 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 match somebody that was anticipated to do more. So, um, I you poo poo on the seventh placers sometimes. Well, but I, I don't poo poo it, but if you have ten seventh placers. You have 65 points. I know, but Penn State doesn't have that. Right. I know that. I know that. So for them, it would it would matter. Um, but for some teams, you know, a lot of good doesn't mean much. Like Lehigh has, has 10 guys ranked, and they're – I don't even know if they're in the top 20. They're certainly not in the top 15. Um, that, that's been my point. I mean, I've never said seventh place isn't impactful. It certainly is. Especially. No, I just think it gets overlooked. When we talk about these, we have these topics sometimes. All right, let's play for the for the sake of argument, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Penn State has zero points without Nevels. With Nevels, maybe he takes a seven. And, uh-huh. uh, but now, a Crutchmer is a one. Let's say he takes, he loses two one-point matches, and now he's in the seventh-place exactly. match. Exactly. All of a sudden, Nevels is getting the same amount of points as a Crutchmer? So that's right. not like out of the realm of possibility, guys. <laughs> not at all. Crutchmer, you know, there are strong ones like Alex Daringer is a strong one, but Dean mm-hmm. Heil and uh, Kyle Crutchmer are so not are not strong ones, and not that they're not exactly. strong wrestlers, but there's a lot of guys out there that can beat them. I mean, Robuto, I think Epperly, I think Meyer, I I believe Nickel, uh, maybe even a Brunson or Butler could all beat Kyle Crutchmer on a given day. That's exactly what I'm saying. And many of them have. So, that's, you know, and then when you look at Penn State, a guy like Nico, really, is he going to finish outside the top four? No. It's not going to happen. Um, You know, at 41, you don't know. 49, is is there any way Zane Rutherford is not in the top 
two. I, I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Anyway, Jason Nolf, how is he outside the top three? I don't see it at all. So I feel like Penn State's guys are more solid, solidly placed. But when, when you're doing a team ranking, it doesn't matter how strong or weak a one you are. Right, if you're in that right. one spot, you get those, you get those Alex points. Daringer is scoring as much as Kyle Crutchmer. Um So it's, you know, it's a – it, you just can't weigh every variable with with team rankings like that. So that's, but I think we're gonna see. And I, I'm gonna have a preview out for the scuffle in the next couple of days before it starts. But I, I think. Pen, the word preview. Oh yes. Um. Thank you. All but, right. Let's go through. Let's go through the weights real quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Twenty five. You have these. So I'm looking at Christian. We have a we have a document every time we do a show, and we're looking at the same. The document. Uh, we're looking at the same doc. And Christian, do you have these guys in order of seeds or rankings, or what are we looking at here? Very rough order. Not even order. All right, so I can't say I can't say that Templeman Moisey is gonna be a quarter. No, no, you can't say that. Don't don't look at it like that. Just very general list, somewhat in an order, but not really. Like the big hitters at twenty five. Nico, Clamara, Cruz, Moisey, Templeman, um, and then I think there's a little drop off down to Shram. Um and Macri. So, How about Templeman, man? That's my dude. He is tough. He that is tough. Is I, I like him a lot. I did not see this coming at all with him. I didn't. I didn't either, to be honest with you. He was 33 previously. Right. Uh, comes down to 25. I think, you know, I think um, I thought he was probably a 25. And he, he competed pretty good at 33. I mean, yeah, he was not fine. too not too shabby, but I, I honestly think, and I don't know this for a fact, I could be wrong, but I think the Doyle-Trout thing uh, with Doyle getting injured in a car accident, uh, I, I think that is when they said, okay, Drew, can you come down to 25? Yeah, and it's, well, plus Tyler Cox was in his way last year. He couldn't, True. Be, couldn't be Tyler. Um, so, yeah, 25, you can you can say Nico, Zeke, maybe. uh I'm not ready to put Zeke back up in that level until I see him do it this year. He has not looked great this season. Um, so I think it's Clamara's – it's a Clamara Megalutis final. But we all know with, with Zeke, he's just one tournament away from, you know, blitzkrieging a field and make, making a finals run. So that shouldn't surprise me. Moisey Cruz, that's interesting, right? Teammates? Yeah, they're high school teammates. High school teammates. Um, Cruz, I guess, a little older. Um yeah, obviously a lot of familiarity there. Both guys, both guys that have some real ups and downs, like can be. You could see actually Shram and Macri. They were high school teammates too. Oh yeah, Ken and Mac guys. Wow, very interesting. So, could see. I like, I, I, and I'll tell you what, I loved those kids in high school, Macri and Shram. Yeah, I'm huge. You love Shram. Shram fan. Yep, Shram fan. Shram fan. Shram fan club. So that's twenty five. Nico's to lose certainly. Um, I I think he's gonna win. Would you say it's Garrett's to lose at thirty three? For sure. Okay, Garrett, Cade Brock, Conaway, Decam, Keener, Josh Martinez, Keegan Moore, and on down the line. Yeah. Um, but man, a big big spot. Another big stop for Cade Cade Brock. Hey, we're going to pull you out of red shirt. Your first match is going to be Cody Brewer, the defending national champ, and it's going to be at Bedlam, <coughs> at Oklahoma. So, okay. Have, have fun so with that. So take him down inside trip him, pin him, 
All right, now your next big spot is Nashawn Garrett and the Southern Scuffle. So we'll uh, see. If... It's just slow down. Slow your roll. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You are just like assuming Cade Brock's going to make the finals. No, so no, no, no. That's I'm saying. That's I'm saying that's the, that's the goal, right? That's the charge. Yeah, that's the charge. I think he's going to be extremely challenging. I mean, I want to see him go seven minutes, you know? Yeah. Because I've seen, I've seen the ends of matches for Kane not go well. And I've seen him look like we've seen him look um, against Cody Brewer. Sometimes he lets the big moments get to him. Sometimes, sometimes not. I mean, it, who's number one? He beats Piccinini. Uh, needed to hang on late there and did. Um, I mean, this is a kid that's been in a lot of big matches too. But I think of the McKee losses. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you know. Uh, a decam, a Conaway. I think those are tough matchups for him. Yeah, because he sure. he ain't gonna. Even a Keener, is gonna be just in his face, and t- t- tough guy to to go with. So yeah, he's I, gonna I to, he's gonna have to finish matches, right? Right. I I think. Mm, I'm not saying he doesn't do well, but he's gonna come back down to earth a little bit, and like, any Oklahoma State fans penciling him in All American for sure, or I think they're. Gonna, get a little more of a dose of reality, but you're still going to see that the talent is unquestionably there. But I could be wrong. I mean, Cade, I mean, t- tool for tool, he, he's one of the best in the country. No, no doubt in my mind. Very, far, I very mean, technically sound. It's ridiculous with things he 141, can do. 141, Heil, McKenna, Gulliban, Cruz, Gaska, Hall. That's good. That's good. Uh, Meredith and Thorne. See, what about, hey, Jared Prince is damn good. R- dude. He he's beaten a lot of good guys already. Um, Joey Ward, gotta throw him in there. Joey Ward, welcome back to the starting lineup, kid. Um, he he was a top ten guy coming into this year. Dean, uh, I think McKenna gets him. I think so. McK- Dean McKenna Gulliban kind of at the top there. Right. You like Joey? Yes, like Joey. Um, Man, that's that's a tough one to call. You think? Hmm. I feel like McKenna's so at home. I don't know. I could be wrong. Hiles got a lot of offense, you know. That, but I, I, that's just my opinion. I mean, I've been wrong about Hile many times, so he could. I, I really like the way Hiles wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, he scores early. He scores late. He's always attacking. I don't know. I like. I like him. I think that's one of the one of the most interesting. Things possible. Um, Heil versus McKenna or Gulligan. It's probably going to be seated that way, right? I mean, it's going to yeah. probably be seated Heil one and McKenna, Gulliban two and three, I think. It should be. Um, you know, one thing, I get to talk to coaches, which is awesome. And I was talking with a coach who has a good 41 pounder, and he's like, McKenna's the problem. McKenna's the guy. Like, that, I think coaches really. Who said that? A coach I talked to. Um, irrelevant who it is. Just a good D1 coach who has a good 41-pounder. Um, and he said, McKenna's, McKenna's the big problem. McKenna's the guy they're most worried about. So, um, Dude, I just realized something. Looking at 49. <laughs> I'm looking at the 49 entries, and I just realized I had a dream last night that I wrestled Jake Charles, wrestled Jake Shore. That who? That you wrestled <laughs> Jake Shore? Jake Shore. Willie, I... I had a dream. I can't tell this dream, but I had a dream. I wrestled someone really good, and I body locked and pinned them. And I woke up 
And I was so devastated it wasn't real that I didn't like have that moment. I really was like, um, I really was like, man, I think, uh, I thought, I really thought it happened and it didn't. I'll tell you off air what happened exactly because it's kind of, I had a dream. I was losing 3 1 in the third period and Jake Short wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. He, he expected yeah. to beat you worse. Yeah. See, dream, I, dream CP just goes for broke. The ref cheated me out of a step out point earlier. I was mad, and then I just body locked him to his back. I was like, "Enough's enough." Got the pinfall. Um, <laughs> hey. So one forty nine. Other outside of my dreams, uh, Zane Rutherford, Evan Henderson up at forty nine. Right. Auto. C.J. Cobb. Anthony. Anthony Colica, very interesting. Freddie Stroker, very interesting. Pat Lugo, undefeated, very interesting guy. Um, Lugo's someone that has not gotten to face the the level of competition that. Um, could get him ranked really high, but he has been so good this year. And he was someone we both were like, that kid's going to be good. He's ready to go right away. He looked great against Stroker at Fargo. And, um, yeah, he, he's looked the part. And you know Edinburgh. what? Is, is it now? Is it now the time? Like, okay, Anthony Colica, we thought, we were like, okay, he's finally at his right weight. Um, he's going to be great this year. Uh-huh. And he, he really hasn't been, but right. he's been a little dinged up and he hasn't looked right. <laughs> And is now the time to make a referendum on him? Is now the time we're saying, all right, he, he better be good now? Uh, it's close to time. I mean, how healthy is he? How healthy was he this year? I don't know. Um, I, I know the guy. I'm not selling my stock. Of course, I bought a lot early, so I'm, I'm just hanging on to it. But uh, I, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's got a shot to make the finals here if seeds uh, are favorable. But... He's going to be in a lot of losable matches too, if, especially if he's playing at close. And if he's wrestling like he was earlier this year, um, he might not even place. And those are points Oklahoma State absolutely has to have in March. Right. 49, so, super interesting weight for a team 57. Oh, Nolf, boy. Joseph, JoJo. Imagine if we saw a JoJo Joseph or JoJo Nolfer. Man. And yeah. then you guys, you got guys down at the bottom like, Palacio. Manati and Palacio. Well, we'll see if we see Palacio. I'm a little skeptical. He's listed, right? Is he listed? He's listed. He's on the list. So, Palacio, uh, not wrestling semester one. Supposed to be back now. Listed. Uh, 165, you got Ringer. Um, kind of a, I don't want to say a weakish weight, but, I, I mean, there's, I, th- there's, I think there's, there's gonna be Ringer like, and then there's everybody else. I think three Penn State guys are probably going to place. So take that. Shakur Rashid, Gino Morelli, Garrett Hammond, uh, and then Logan Mass. Logan Mass is the guy I really am, am excited to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. I, he's so far ahead of his time. But the premier weight, maybe it is. I think it is. 74. Crutchmer, Rilbuto, Nickel, Ramos. Wow. Right? That's yeah, filthy. That's... And Ramos, another UNC weight change. We, we had that a couple days hey, ago. Hey, you know, you always tell me, and, and uh, admittedly, I am always like, yeah, he's too small. I always think everybody's too small. Right. Uh, you think Wiz should go 97. Yeah. Um, but for for whatever reason, UNC, I feel like their guys are big. Like, I understand. Henderson's big, for I sure. understand Henderson going up. I've always thought he was big, even when he came out of high school. Wasn't he a 40-pounder as a high school senior? Yes. Yep, absolutely he was. Um and Ethan Ramos, I'm like, I always, for the last two years, I've been kind of amazed how he's made 65. Uh, not amazed, but like, man, that got to be tough. Um, 
And, and, and even AC Headley this year wrestling 25. Like, man, that got to be huh? a cut. He wrestled Head- 25. Didn't Headley start the year at 25? No, he was just listed on the roster as 25. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So I, I like Ethan Ramos up at 74. I don't mind that at all. So typically, I'm always uh, – he should be the weight lower guy. But yep. I'm okay. I'm You're okay up. with Ramos and, and Henderson up. Yeah, in that uh, UNC moved John Michael Stoudemire down to 65 in that process. So big test for big team race implications here at 74 with Nickel and Crutchmer, both big time contenders. Man, that is a great way. Crutchmer, Robuto, Nickel, Ramos, Bernstein, Ottinger, who's been good, Riddick, Wanzik, Roger Stroh, Fox Baldwin, Foxy, 84. Brown, Dean, Dean 9,000. Yeah. Uh, Brown was going to go to Midlands. Couldn't make it out there. So he's going to scuffle. Um, the main reason for him to go to Midlands was just to wrestle some different guys. But Yeah. He's going to probably – well, I mean, Matt McCutcheon is going to have something to say about Nate Brown, Gabe Dean sure. happening again. Um, as he's had sure. to, And Lorenzo Thomas to boot. And I'm excited to watch Bobby Stevenson. I'm excited to watch Bobby Stevenson too. Um, a, a semi that's – I think sneaky awesome if it gets seated properly and happens is Hartman Farr at 97. Both really fun guys to watch. I think I think a lot of Connor Hartman. Hasn't Hartman been a thorn in McIntosh's side, or am I misremembering? He he beat him at NCAA's last year. Oh, was it only one time? Yes. Um, and then it was another ACC guy, Chris Penny. Oh, Chris beat, Penny. That's right. right. Just these ACC guys. So tough. So tough, Willie. How about Denzel? Denzel uh, DeJournet. Yeah. He's pretty tough. Um, He's on the heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, Marsden, probably the guy to Mar- – Marsden and Krauss, the two to beat there at, at heavyweight in my opinion. Denzel DeJournet's tough, but, um, well, it's, a, it's an opportunity for him to prove himself a little further in, in that field. So that's the scuffle field, and um, we didn't get into every name, but, I mean, as you can tell, it's going to be saucy. For sure, and I think uh, I think it's gonna be a great well, one. Gets gets I'm rolling Friday. I'm interested to see your preview. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm interested That's to write sure. it. Yes, indeed. So with that said, Willie, it uh, just like that, it's it's eleven o'clock here in Virginia. I don't know about you there. Well, I it's ten o'clock. You don't know about me. I live in the Central Time Zone. Central Time Zone. That's right. So we thank you guys so much for listening. Um, not sure when we'll do this again. Probably next week. I don't think we'll get another one of these in with Willie and I both headed to the scuffle. Um, but make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. What? You're talking over me, Willie. You're driving. Yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving. We're flying. So it's going to be hard to do. Make sure you're subscribed. Five-star ratings. The whole shebang. And, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks.